in Knoxville, Tennessee. A couple expected fun with friends. But were met by men with other plans. Y'all going to jail, jail. And Charnel is sending people to jail. Charnel's here. I just took off my hood. Um, My hoodie's hood. (laughs) I don't know why I had to emphasize that. What? His hoodie's hood. Just Uh, so you hear that. Because I don't know. When I thought I got to take off my hood, I thought clan. I'm apparently going to be the refined one this episode. You think I'm refined? That's very kind of you. I'm a little rough around the edges. I'm also a rapper now. (laughs) This is episode 27 of What Did You Do? What it's else is it, D? Our anniversary. Our anniversary. Do you know what today is? They can't hear you. But it is, <laughs> in fact, our one year anniversary. It's been one year of what did you do? Typically, you think it's be episode 26, but the way that the date fell. It's our <laughs> anniversary. I hated that song. You're a little flat. But I I'm going to let you live. Wow. Okay. <laughs> You're like, it's our anniversary. I hated that song. A little vibrato. A little vibrato, but little, guess what? I try, hated that try song. Try again. Anyways. I'll let you. I'm not, We've got time. This, try this, again. This is really. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. No, no, I'm going to hit it. I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> we are a mess, but we are really excited. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us, listening to us, critiquing us, judging us, laughing with us, crying with us, cringing with us. Eating with us. I'm sure you guys listen to us while you eat. If you're pooping. Like if you're like me, don't judge. I do a before I shower and I got to turn on podcasts while I'm pooping. Get it how you live. <laughs> I don't do such things. I listen to Christian rap. You see why you're usually the refined one? <laughs> but no, it has been a fun year, I'd say, right? We've grown a lot. We've, yes. We've grown in listenership. We've grown in Growth. friends. Growth. Growth. They can't see that, but yeah, she's doing no, a gesture. Doing a whole... uh, but no, thank you guys so much. I am moved. We're not going to stay in this. What we appreciate about you, like mood is, because you guys know that we tell you every week. I tell you on Twitter and Facebook every week. Um, you guys have brought us a long way. You've come with us a long way. You've inspired us, again, yes. motivated us, encouraged us, like scolded us. Yes, at Golden, times. Yes. Thanks, Nikki. Uh, <laughs> people were like, that's not how you say that. You don't talk about this place. And I would like to say that today we are not talking about Texas. We're talking about Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> so Texas, I mean, we're still in the South. Oh, yeah. Tennessee. <laughs> so it counts. Uh, but there are some really exciting things happening. And we tweeted about it. We Facebooked about it. Instagram, I'm not sure. If, yes, it did. I'm not sure if everyone caught it. But Dee and I were actually offered a really special opportunity. And no, we are not joining a podcast network. I would never. (laughs) He wants to maintain all the hard work. Meanwhile, if y'all want to intern to research for me, I'll gladly take it. No, I'm (laughs) I'm not want to keep all the hard work. I just want to have control. I want us. I don't want to. I don't want to give up control. But I (laughs) because I'm that person. I I like to carry things from beginning to end. And once you let go of things, I feel out of control and I don't know my place anymore. But we have a special, uh, <laughs> our special announcement is that we are actually going to do a live show in what? collaboration. I know with Caveat New York City. So excited! We are approached by the people there. Uh, such shows as Risk have done their live recordings there and Mop. things like that. Mop, Mop, my, some Mop, of my favorite shows. Yeah, some of my favorite. 
Uh, and so we were approached to do their dark anthology series with them, and they're going a little darker. It's a comedy musical thing, and I'm very much musical, not so much funny all the time, but I'm excited to do this. And yes. we're going to start the show. We're going to we're going to lay down a true crime case, and then they're going to improvise and act that out afterward. It's really cool. So we're super excited. And if you're in the area, in the New York City area, yes, December 9th, this Sunday. I know it's make late. it a Christmas gift to yourself. So it is New York City. It's caveat New York City. There will be a link in the show notes for tickets. Tickets are $15 to come. Come out. We'll be there. You can meet us, laugh with us, uh, have a drink with us. I know that I was in New York City twice, once for my birthday and once like two weeks ago for my friend's birthday. And I reached out to everybody in in the crew and on Facebook saying, hey, you guys are in New York City. You know where to find me. Uh, I did not make a uh, concerted enough effort because I was usually intoxicated with my friends by the point I wanted to hang out with everybody. But this is a night where I will be at a bar right. with drinks right. with you guys. Yeah. If you guys want to be there. I love meeting people. I love talking to people. We can take all kinds of photos. I'm pretty. I'll make your Instagram likes jump. It's fine. <laughs> and I will be present. <laughs> Doing all those things. All my messy thing. Right. You just got to make sure you get the right angle because she likes to... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you know, there's fat girl angles. It's it's a thing. Um, you guys will be, like, doing me justice. And I'm just 6'3", so just <laughs> bring it up high enough that it doesn't look like I'm looking down like up Godzilla. High, up high works for me, too, because, again, big girl angles. Right. Big girl angles. But I'm excited, and it's going to be fun. It's a first live show we've never... Well, I've done a live show, but I've never done one with, with us. With me. So I'm really excited. <laughs> uh, the other thing we wanted to talk about also was just Patreon. You guys know where to find us there. Uh, cool rewards, stickers, Skype calls. I know that we have not scheduled a Skype call. There's three of you I'm thinking about. Two of you have not answered my emails. <laughs> and I'm about to give up. So I'm a little bit more available and flexible, so I'm available <laughs> for Skype calls. So answer the emails, please. Sounds like shade. But I, I mean, you're famous. <laughs> And I'm a whole nobody, so I'm shading myself. You said I'm famous. I'm literally just busy. We love you, Shade. It's school and work. Um, but famous. no. Uh, as far as everything else goes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening right now, take some time to rate and review us if you guys like us. Or if you this is your first time listening, hello. Um, wait till the end of the episode, and if you enjoy this... And please listen to a couple episodes before... I want true ratings. Listen to a couple. You sound... You just let people... People are going to say what they say regardless, and I'm not moved. But if you listen to the end of this episode, rate and review us five stars, and message us. Link uh, link us. Message us, tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram us. We talk to everybody. We respond to everybody. Yes. I am not too cool for school, so... I'll be home watching Shameless after this, so, you know... Come, come at me, bro. At me, literally. I'll be DMs. home eating buffalo chicken dip. I've been like probably. binging shamelessly. We'll talk about it. <laughs> so, also check out our website, whatdidyoudopodcast.com. It is still there. I am adding things to it slowly because web developer is not on my resume thing. Yet. But He'll be getting people asking. But this episode is all about wrong place, wrong time. Oof. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. See how we got we got through that we pretty quick. We segued into that real smooth. Mm-hmm. So we are here. And this case is, I wanted to provide trigger warnings too. Because there are there is some sexual assault in this, some rape, uh, mm-hmm. extreme violence. Extreme violence. Um, sure. Just so you guys know, if you, if you like the true crimes that are more so kind of skipping over it, the, the, uh, the, the meat of this case is very much 
the brutal the brutality involved right. and the torture involved. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much like think like Gertrude, but grodier. quicker, quicker, and also grodier. Like it just right. happened so quickly. Right. Um, but here we are, and I'm gonna take you guys on a little bit of a a little bit of a storytelling journey here. So follow me through a thought while D looks on fondly. From across the room. Whoa, I'm not my sibling. <laughs> <laughs> you love me. Don't act like you not don't. Not as much as my sibling. <laughs> so we are in Knoxville, Tennessee. All right. And we're going to meet uh, Channon, which is a beautiful name, by the way. Mm-hmm. I always have to say that. Channon Christian is 21 and Christopher Newsome is 23. Young couple from well-to-do families, uh, Knoxville. They had gone over to a friend's. They had left for a friend's together mm-hmm. on the night of January 6th of 2007. Mm-hmm. Both were currently living with their parents at home. Uh, Shannon was always res- Shannon was always responsible. It's just the pronunciation makes it really pretty. I don't know. Shannon, I, I, like- I, 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 when I was reading it, I, sp- I pronounced it like Shannon when I was reading it. Because in my head, I'm sitting here thinking, I know sidebar guys apologize so quick, but I was thinking, <laughs> are they like, are they like blacking this up where it's like, because <laughs> my name is, would literally be pronounced Charneal, right. but Char, yeah. <laughs> Shannon. Shannon, but every time I listened to like the document, they were like Shannon, and like they hit that ch I didn't harder than that. yeah, yeah, hit, they hit it a little harder than they would have with Shannon. So it still is pretty. Sorry, continue. Yes. Cut you but off. But Shannon is always responsible um, in checking in with her family, with her father, and she had not contacted her parents since leaving the house prior. So that alarmed them, and they called the police, which is. A response was 21. I wasn't checking. I told you I was coming home if I didn't come home. And <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because Christopher's parents only found out that he was missing from Shannon's parents right. because he was more so of the one that would go out and they wouldn't hear for him. Yeah, yeah, for a while. I and could stuff never. Like that. If you live in my, if you, the way I was raised, if you live in my house, like I don't care how grown you are, mm-hmm. don't come in my house after 2 a.m. Galavan, stay out wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be that parent, too. Like, you can tell me, you can come home at midnight. You can come home at 1 a.m. as an adult if you live with me, but don't come in my house at 4 a.m. I think I'm going to be like my mom where I'm like, call me every day. And I'm like 32, doing nothing but working, and she's still like, call me every day. Well, that's day. sweet. I don't, I have a different relationship with family because I don't really have right. parental units. Right. I'm just kind of out here making it work. I don't know if that's normal. I know people with like, you know, parental units. No, it is don't. normal for a parent to want to talk to you every day. They love yeah, she you. She definitely was like, call me every day. So they contacted the police, and the police decided that now is the time to search. They had reached out to uh, the, their their mobile service provider. They had reached out to the police. They were looking for looking, their kid, right. which is somewhat unusual for someone who hasn't been missing for 24 hours. That are two adults. Yeah, two grown adults. That's and I think that we also forget that adults, we talked about this um, in our uh, William Solinsky uh, case where we did our welfare Bonus. check. Oh, that wasn't Bolins. It wasn't. Yeah. Boy. See? Got you. Uh, that adults are allowed to go missing. <laughs> you don't have to check in with anybody, right. literally. But if you don't show up to work and you're missing appointments and drinking dates and French, yeah, that's when we the whole 24-hour thing becomes uh, an issue. Mm-hmm. So in this search, um, they find Christopher's body railroad, near railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. He had been shot, bound, and burned. He was also stripped naked from the waist down. Um, and it seemed to be uh, violated uh, anally mm-hmm. with an object. And after pinging Shannon's phone, they found her white Toyota 4Runner not too far away. 
And in this, this is kind of like Vaughn Greenwood. This is kind of like you don't, you're not supposed to touch things when you do you yeah, commit do crimes. Stuff, right. Like minimum effort, thanks, yeah. Donna. Minimum effort. They discover a fingerprint on an envelope inside the car. Right. <laughs> and would you know that they run this bad boy? <laughs> and sorry, I'm just laughing because it's just like it just happened so quickly, you know. And like, it's kind of weird because it's like connected to right. like the last case we did with the envelopes. Y'all gotta get better with envelopes. <laughs> Stop touching. Just don't, <laughs> if you if I was gonna commit a crime, it would just not be that. I would not touch things. I'd go in on some Dexter ish and yeah, like, like full. I'd, in a smock, like <laughs> full on po like what do you call those things? Ponchos and Plastic latex wrap. gloves, saran wrap my fingers. You wouldn't you I couldn't even bend them. Like I would just be like <laughs> It would be a mess. So they they run these fingerprints through the system. And guess who it led it to? A guy with a name that I hate having to pronounce. But it's pretty easy once you realize that it's just misspelled. <laughs> Significant. It's not misspelled. Let me stop. People spell names the way they're supposed to be spelled. But it led them someplace that was not too far. It was just a jo- uh, hop and a skip away from Shannon's car. Mm-hmm. Uh, they connected to a, a LaMarcus Davidson. Who was dun, 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 renting dun. a home on Chipman Street. So... Very close to where her car was found. Yeah, and he was renting that home. Why? Because he had just been recently paroled after serving five years for a carjacking. I mean, it's really good that he was just recently paroled and found a home. It's not hard if you got help. Yeah, if you, you know, have, that's right, the difference. That's if you got a, family right. that gives a damn about you, and if you had a, a good lot of parole officer who helps you get connected with things in the city. I don't know how Knoxville's social <laughs> services things are set up, but if they've got someone that's going to help you... Um, What's the word we're looking for? Um, transition mm-hmm. back into society, then kudos. It's my job here in Connecticut, so not all is so I don't smooth. know what Dee does for work. She just tells me she goes to work. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, not all is so smooth, but he definitely had a good transition. He had a place he was renting. And, right. I mean, not so smooth because he's. he's the, I mean, it could have gone like a lot recidivism, better. you know? Yeah, like he's yeah. just doing the same things over recidivism, and over. Recidivism, but like big time. You just got home, fam. <laughs> so, police arrived on January 9th. They took them a couple of days to to locate everything because it wouldn't happen overnight, right? No. And they came into a grisly discovery. When they entered 2316 Chipman Street, uh, they found in the kitchen, folded up in a trash can and a garbage bag, the body of 21-year-old Shannon Christian. She was bound with rope, uh, some torn bedding and torn uh, bed sheets. Uh, the ME would later say that they had found evidence of vaginal and anal trauma as a result of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And they found that her body had been washed. Which I found interesting with bleach. With bleach, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was even poured down her throat. Yeah, that one was like extreme. And we're going to get to that as well. Mm-hmm. As to why someone would go to that length of, of trying to cleanse, cleanse a body. body of DNA. When you left fingerprints in the car. <laughs> Y'all are going to jail. <laughs> like, that's for real. Period. Uh, so now we have to go back, obviously. Mm-hmm. You want to know how we got to this point. We find Christopher by the railroad tracks brutalized. And then we find Christian, uh, Christian, sorry, Shannon. Shannon. Uh, these names are like first and last names are like first names in this. So it's weird. But we find Shannon in a, in a trash can folded up in a bag. Like, so we've got. We've got these brutal murders, and we just don't know how we got here. But thankfully, 
uh, our sources today are like the not, but I don't want to say the name wrong, but the Knoxville, Knoxville News Sentinel, News, uh, yeah. w, WVLT8, also in Knoxville. Um, some court proceeding videos, mainly uh, Latavius Cobbins mm-hmm. um, and some other uh, Latavius said, testimonials. Uh, explicitly, like a 40 minute. Uh, yeah, he had, a, he had a long one. And I will say this before we get started in describing how he described how the events of the night went. Uh, it's very much like Michelle, mm-hmm. how we have no real, there's no real timeline no. in this because it's also 2007. No one's phones aren't, I mean, what is the iPhone 3GS is the thing that's popping right now. Right. <laughs> like GPS things aren't, like people aren't being tracked. Fitbits aren't everywhere. Right. Apple watches aren't everywhere. That's the how they're tracking you. was a little bit. They're tracking you by that now. Stop wearing your Apple Watch. That's how the government's tracking As I look at my Apple Watch. <laughs> exactly. But I did want to say that before we get into his account of the the, the events of the night, that Latavius... Uh, is it Latavius? Latavius. These names, I'm sorry. I think it's just Latavius. Um, throughout his testimony, he seemed visibly distraught. He seemed visibly distraught, but also and, like detached. Right. Well, I, you have to I understand, like he's at, yeah. So yeah. I I see that he was asking, like what they're asking of someone who mm-hmm. is a is an accessory to this crime. Right. But if I have ever saw remorse on a on a in a uh, criminal before, it would be in Latavius. Like right. it was him. Because mm-hmm. even recounting it, he seemed like he was like I hate that I have to say this over again. Right. Um, homegirl's parents were in the room. You know, like, it's right, just... Right, right, Like, you, and he was ashamed, and like, I was like, I mean, wow. even as we telling, he, yeah. he just seemed like he didn't even really want to participate. Like, he looked, he was looking down the entire time. Right. So, it was just... I mean, I'm not giving him any credit. Not at I mean, all. he didn't have... He you didn't have, have as forceful of a hand in this as everything else. He, right. You know, he is guilty of several things. Right. But it's still... He participated. Yeah. It's yeah. just one of those things that to acknowledge when you're watching someone talk, you're like... Oh man, you're human. Why didn't you do something? You right. you give a damn. Why those, didn't you do those something? Those feelings should have been triggered way before that. And even during the crime, we're gonna get to it. But even during the crime, he mm-hmm. he showed very much so like some sort of compassion. Mm-hmm. And still, like at that moment, you got to go. But there's also other factors, right. fear, and all these things fear, that come into it. His family, so mm, his family. Mm, family. So here we are, the night of the sixth. With Latavius chilling with his brother, his half brother, uh, Lamarcus. Ka- <laughs> Sorry, you hate that Davidson. Hate <laughs> it's these names, guys. Yeah. You're gonna catch it. You're gonna get angry with me. <laughs> uh, and recently paroled, and that's what happens. You start, you know, you hang out. You're trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. And I guess he had been telling Latavius about a, a girl that he had recently started seeing, hooking up with. Right, Latavius had came down. Um, I think he lived in a different state, and yeah. he came down to visit. Mm-hmm. Um. It's been a while. It's been just five came years. Out. They haven't seen each other. They're trying to reconnect. Trying and to... he's telling him about this girl. Come come get Shorty. Although he, Latavius had a girlfriend. <laughs> Latavius did have a girlfriend. which uh, And so did LaMarcus. So like there's <laughs> both people. Were, it's, well, it's LaMarcus's like, girlfriend had broke up with him. Right. But right. broke up in the way that most couples break up. Yeah. Like you're not that. together, you're not but really you're together. Right now, yeah. And so he's like, I want you to take this ride. I want you to meet this girl. Which in my head, it doesn't sound right. I'm like, whatever. Like, why would I want you to meet this girl if, like, she's And not- his girlfriend was there with him. Latavius' girlfriend came down yeah, with him, Vanessa. too. So. And so here we are. I'm just stuck on that. Yeah. <laughs> it gets intense. And so they go for this ride to meet this girl. And along for the ride was LaMarcus' friend, Eric Dwayne, but he goes by E. Mm-hmm. And on this ride, uh, Latavius, these names, I'm going to call him Tavy. 
Tavy. Tay Tay. I can't. And Mark uh, Mark. He says that his brother starts rolling up a blunt. And if you, for those of you who don't know what a blunt is, a blunt is marijuana, a marijuana cigarette that's rolled with a cigar wrap. Cigar um, and But this w- blunt was special mm-hmm. because this blunt was wet. So mm-hmm. dipped in embalming fluid, that's what he says. But mm-hmm. we also know that embalming fluid could be slang for like PCP, PCP. and things like that. And that's going to play a role, uh, at least in the storytelling. We don't know if this is the defense that made him say, do you remember anything about what you smoked on the way? Is there anything that's special that could have attributed to the behavior that's going to happen? Like, you never know. So right. let's be realistic. So Lawyers he points lie out during this testimony that, that it was I, a fact, wet blood. It was a wet, wet blood. Because it's the only way that makes because it's the only way it makes sense. <laughs> uh, so they ended up at this apartment complex and they start driving around. And Latavius gets a little uneasy. He's looking around like I thought we knew where we were going. And so Lamarcus says, "Oh, we haven't been to this girl's house in so long. Mm-hmm. We need to like I forgot where she lives." And I was like, "It's been a minute, but you've been dating her and you want to meet right. her to meet your brother, but you don't remember you don't where, she, where lives. she lives." Right? Things aren't connecting. Latavia starts asking questions in the car. Yeah, and which is the worst thing to do with someone who's about to commit a crime. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> don't start asking questions. Right. I need you to have plausible deniability. Is typically what happens. And that's why you ask your younger brother or someone who really likes you a lot to come. You see this with criminals, someone who's who looks up to you to come along because it makes them feel better about themselves if they're doing something with right. you. Right, and uh, like he especially loses his family member too, like oh, a yeah. brother. What like, a dick! <laughs> right. And so they end up and they park in a they park in this spot after they come across this car. Yeah, just happens to be a white Toyota 4Runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the 4Runner, there was like. So there's a young woman in the in the car, and outside of the door was a young man, and they seem to be kissing and hugging, macking, macking it as young folks do. Um, and I don't know nothing about that, but young folks get it in. Do you? Lamarcus <laughs> and E come out the car. Um, the the couple did not have enough time to even react. Text what's yeah. going on. It was very <laughs> quick, and they carjacked a young couple, um, leaving Lamarcus there. To follow them back to the house. Right. Forcing Lat- you said Lamarcus. These names are going to get us confused. Yeah. It's Latavius, Latavius to follow them back like to the Marcus. car. Yeah. <laughs> and L-T-L-M. So, right. So um, he gets, to, he, they get back to the house. And after, I mean, again, and Latavius in his testimony says that he was asking like, man, and my favorite thing he keeps saying, because I believe it, he's like, man, y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. Y'all yeah. Tripping. Yeah. yeah I, was like, I was like, I believe he said it. I was like, <laughs> I believe he was up there like, what the hell is happening? Y'all are wilding. I wish because he would have said more, did more than just said y'all tripping. Because he gets back to his brother's house and a friend, Giovanni, comes to the door. G in this mm-hmm. story because it makes it easier. Eric is E, Giovanni is G. We should give La- Marcus and Latavius. Tavi Marcus. Tay That's Tay what I'm Mar-Mar. doing. Yeah, not Marmar. It's crazy, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a mess. So he, so the first thing that Latavius that Tavi says is, "Y'all, these folks is tripping. Mm-hmm. We gotta like get your stuff." And we're going to go. Mm-hmm. Tells his girlfriend, Vanessa, get your get stuff. Your stuff Don't go. let LaMarcus see what you do and get your stuff because we got to go. Mm-hmm. And so this all happened in the sunroom in the front of the house. Mm-hmm. They go into the back room. And now we've got LaMarcus coming in. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the thing that happens. So LaMarcus comes in and he's he's got Shannon blindfolded with his hoodie over her face so she doesn't know where she is where can't she see is, where yeah. she is 
And then we have Christopher comes comes in with uh sorry with E, mm-hmm. also blindfolded, mm-hmm. now in the living room. Now we've got this is weird to me. So from what I from what I could read, right? Oh, is this right and understand from what we know because this was a little this is fairly little reporting on this, and there's a several reasons probably why. Yeah, uh, which is, that, I feel like it that. should be. More well known, especially with the, br- the brutality. brutality of everything. So, yeah. is this where things get kind of tossed up? Because this is where most cases get tossed up. Is what actually happened right here? So now, while Latavius and his girlfriend Vanessa are collecting their things in the back room, right. they get called, or Latavius gets called to the living room. Mm-hmm. This is what he says, and asks to get water for Shannon. Strange, right? Strange that Lamarcus is being—I don't want to say hospitable, right. but it's odd. And so this is the time that Latavius asks Lamarcus, "What's well, happening? Like, why, what are we doing? Why'd you tell right, me you we were told going me to we were going to see a girl? Right. You you led me to believe like you know I was going to go see somebody else. Why did you lie to me?" And he replies, "If I didn't lie to you, you wouldn't have come. come." So like you're just trying to deceive your brother, right? You you wanted you, to you do want, you wanted to pick someone you knew was going to go along for the ride, which is like it's it's self. I don't know what Latavius is like criminal history was right. prior to this, but like you're involving somebody in a crime. Like you're making somebody now going to have a legal issue with this. Right. But I don't think like I, you have to understand like what criminality is. Right. And yeah. So yeah. a lot of people who are, who are in that life don't think about people as people right. just as means to an end. So we need someone to drive the other car back. We got Tavius. And the other thing I was just thinking about mm-hmm. is you have to, Understanding how Lamarcus carried himself and the things he did and how he treated his ex girlfriend, right? I'm thinking that he somehow convinced Latavius that like this girl that they were going to meet was a little bit more friendly than mm-hmm. people would right. think and would be able to share and willing to share other things and sugar yeah. and sweets. Yeah. Um. So I think that is really what it is. He's like, mm-hmm. man, you know, you've been with Vanessa for so long. Yeah, you're gonna you gotta get that. Uh, right. You want to get try that good. Good. Want to try something else? And I think right. that's. The initial, like, oh, me and no, my bro why, about that's to... That's why he was going to see the girl. Yeah. That's why so, I, it messed me up that, like, but your girlfriend's here, though, and you're making the active decision to go and yeah. like, get some from somebody else. That's why I was like, So I was huh? like, there's nothing wrong. I've been... <laughs> don't get me wrong. I've been a party to some weird things in my life. Like, I've gone with my brother. My brother's done that. Like, just because he's like, bro, you want to go for a ride? Yeah, I want to go for a ride. Like, <laughs> young Charnel. Like, yeah. And I get in the car, and I sit, I'm sitting in the living room watching Looney Tunes while he's hanging out with somebody in the bedroom. He's like, bro, you ready to go? Oh, hell yeah. Let's get out of here. <laughs> like, he didn't ask no questions. Just, so I like, I saw myself I don't know. Was that like bringing your sibling, making it okay in your head? Like, why would you do that? Like, bringing a friend would make it like, what is the purpose of bringing somebody else? <laughs> well, I, th- I think that, well, I think he had lied to my mom about where we were going. Mm-hmm. And I think if he said, I'll bring Charnel, it's one less kid she has to watch. Right. And like, oh, he's hanging out with his brother. He's not going to do anything crazy. Um. So like... <laughs> Because I was a child. <laughs> I was a False. smooth baby. Right. My, my brother was out of control. He really was. But in so. this case, you could see Lamarck's is really not caring for other people. Yeah, so at this point, Vanessa starts realizing that Latavius is acting weird. And this is when he just, like, verbal vomit. He's just like, you know, this is what happened. They carjacked these people. They're here in the living room. Uh, we smoked a wet blunt, so I'm, that's why I'm acting all trippy. Like, all this stuff. It just starts, re- like, just spitting it all out. Mm-hmm. And now Vanessa's anxious. Now Vanessa is also, 
from what we could tell, given what we what court proceedings things that she's always been afraid of Lamarcus. Right. Has nothing to do. Barely knows the guy, but right. Lamarcus is a hulking person. Clear, yeah, he's like, a big guy. He's a big guy. She is not right. big at all, and he's dangerous. So he has a criminal history. She knows he's willing to do reckless things, and now that she knows this and that it's happening while she's in the house. It becomes a problem. So everything gets quiet as they're trying to figure out what to do. And LaMarcus is now starting to get a little paranoid. He's like, I need y'all to come over here. Y'all are getting too quiet. Everything is getting too quiet. So like another thing to, I don't know if there was something mentally going on, but you come in and crime, you, you hear silence. People are trying to get their things together or do to leave, I guess. I don't know if they still right. were, but he's like, everyone come in. Um, and that's it. Well, that's the end. That's it. That's it. Well, he was like, yeah, everyone y'all needs come to Yeah, y'all ain't going to be tripping on me. Yeah, right. But the other thing about that we have to, if if it is true, um, that because talk screens and things were done, but if it was really, if it's PCP and everything, again, they didn't release a lot of information about everything. No, no. But if it was PCP, if it was embalming fluid, a lot of things start to happen. Paranoia is Paranoia one of those is things. And especially if you're using it, if you're using it a lot, if you just, if you're just casually wrapping or like rolling a blunt mm-hmm. with PCP or with like whatever, then you've probably done this a lot before. And if you chronically use PCP, paranoia, paranoia becomes a thing. Depression, anxiety becomes a thing. Uh, dangerous uh, behavior, auditory hallucinations, illusions, right. like things like that. Like you just tend to be more, um, on edge, not to mention uh, one of the other things is an, a, f- a feeling of invulnerability right. and strength. Mm-hmm. So you you think you're Superman. You're going to get through everything. So all these things put together, and I don't know his, again, I don't know his mental health history either. Right. But but he clearly had a criminal history and, right. you know, finances was a thing. The finances were low for him. and Drug issues. I just feel it, like there's it, some it co-occurring was a lot of issue fa- happening. There was so a lot of factors that drove him into to do this, but at the same time, the way he did it, the way we discussed how they right. found the bodies, it's so extreme. It really is. Like it does it. It's not, and it's not a pattern of behavior. It's not some. It's not a pattern of violence that they're used to from him. Like because he had obviously had done right. some violent things in the past, but it was mostly just get out of the car, gunpoint, right. and like takes the car. He didn't take people. Right. And this is this is an escalation. Yeah. So now that we've got everybody uh, in the living room. He pulls out a gun mm-hmm. because he's so uneasy. And Latavius obviously confronts him, saying, I'm your brother, you're going to kill me. And he's like, I'm not going to kill you, but I'll shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not like some of the most gangster shit ever. I'm, you're my brother. I won't I won't kill you, but I'm going to shoot you. And then he told his friend, George, I don't like you anyway. So George could get kill you. done, done. George had to do what he had to do. Yeah, like, he was like, I don't like you anyway. I was like, whoa. And so you know what that means. And so Latavius, trying to defuse the situation, trying to remove himself from it, suggests that he brings him to Vince's house, to Vince, his friend Vince's house. Mm-hmm. And he agrees. Lamarcus says, I'll bring you to Vince's house. And while they're, while they're sitting, while they're waiting for people to get their things together, um, for Lamarcus to get ready, they sit back at the table and they roll up another blunt. Another blunt. Now, I wonder if this was a wet one. I don't think from. they specify. He doesn't they specify. He doesn't it was say a it, but I, I wondered. And so. This is where it. This is where we think that we're gonna lose Christopher, mm-hmm. because Lamarcus does not trust anyone. He doesn't like George. He just made it very clear he, he doesn't. He brought like everybody, George. but he don't trust nobody. Great. Right. I mean, I bring a lot of people. Plays. I don't like everybody either. But <laughs> this guy is rolling. This guy is like on edge already, and he's not thinking clearly. 
And so he references, he looks at George G in this story and says, I need you to do something to earn my trust because I don't trust you. And so with that, they leave and they leave with Christopher. And it's believed that this time that this is where Christopher is beaten mm-hmm. severely. Yeah. Um, and it also implies that he's sodomized with an object. They're not sure mm-hmm. what object he's sodomized with, but also because like with uh, records and examinations, he was also raped. raped Somebody raped, raped him had actually penetrated well, right. him with a penis, obviously. <laughs> and so, oh no, it's so awkward to say all that. And so That's the most awkward thing you had to say, penis. Right. And not only that, so they bring him to the backyard and they shoot him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And this is when they dump his body by the railroad and light it on fire. Right. Like Lamarcus and G are not so, even in the house. So this is where it's like what I was saying about overkill right. and like you are just meeting these people. Um, typically these crimes, like like this extent violence. of violence is like crimes of passion or something like that. You've done something the wrong, done this is vengeful. Yeah. Like but, you have to know these people. Right. But at this point, we know that Lamarcus and Christopher never met each other. Never. So to go to this extent, like I, I'm not too sure what happened. And we could understand escalation where he would murder because he was from carjacking where yeah. he's holding up a gun to actual murder, a shot. I, I could see it, but the burning and the sodomizing, yeah, it was a little extreme. Like some, some. I mean, we could talk about it. I was, I was watching a few uh, videos, mm-hmm. some really uncomfortable videos. If, if you guys wanna, if you guys wanna have an uncomfortable experience, if you guys wanna be uneasy for a couple of days, <laughs> I would suggest going. Go because prison is a ter- terrifying place. It's mm-hmm. a traumatic change of lifestyle right. and everything, but it's also tra- traumatizing because of the people and things you have to encounter. Right. And so, if you're looking into, if you're gonna go into YouTube and like search post people who are released from prison who spent 20 years in prison doing YouTube channels talking about their time in prison, they talk about what it was like. Uh, to be overpowered or to be raped in prison and what that meant and that's how you show dominance between some, especially with someone who was uh, combative somebody who wasn't submissive mm-hmm. uh, like that's so I'm thinking that s- triggered something maybe he got flashed back to that and felt the Long need time. to uh, to, sh- to, over- to like again to overpower uh, yeah, to assert that dominance yeah. again and do it but it was in, it's in, it's out of control. You're right. Like, yeah. He's just, just the extent, like for a total stranger, what would you do if somebody, you know, did you wrong then? Right. Like if, if it was like, Latavis, what, what would you, right. Latavis told on you, like right. left or snitched on you. Like what would have happened? Right. Uh, but we we're here now and now it's just Vanessa in the house. Uh, it's sorry. It's Latavis. I'm going to get these names ruined you every time. Good job. Good job. And it's, Channing, Channing, who is in the bedroom, mm-hmm. tied up, and right now she's there, mm-hmm. and she's got, she's gagged, mm-hmm. she's uh, with her back on a mattress, she's got her hands tied to duffel bags filled with free weights mm-hmm. to keep her from struggling mm-hmm. getting out. Yeah. And now at this point, he claims that Shannon asked for water again. Mm-hmm. And he goes to get her water and comes back. And not only that, it says that she asked for a cigarette. And she becomes a little bit more lucid and she starts to ask about her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She starts to say, where is Christopher? Like, do you know anything about him? Why are you doing this? And he has no real answer for her. And she begs him to let her go. Begs. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Latavis says that she even offers oral sex in exchange for freedom. Like, I will do this if you let us go. Right. And the disgusting part of this, and this is where Latavius, Latavis is... 
uh, remorse and shit can kick rocks is right. that he willfully accepts, accepts the oral sex from this girl under, and she believes that this is going to be her ticket out of here. And it's not the case Mm-mm. at all. And he goes on to say that once he was finishing, mm-hmm. he heard Vanessa coming and then he leaves the girl in the room after that. Right. So this girl has is already humiliated, mm-hmm. has already been beaten up, has already been molested, assaulted. And now you do this and that's her last ditch effort. To be to find freedom and I, it just, it's still all it left took in the room was for one person to leave, especially this time when right. Marcus is not here, um, and do the right thing, and none of them did. It, At least like Shannon's life could have been. Yeah, Shannon. Shannon had a chance of survival, and that was it. Right. The minute they left was her one well, real one chance, chance at freedom right. and uh, survival, and it just did not come. And I and part of me wants to believe that. Part of me wants to believe that Latavius was fearful of his life because if he was going to get shot, you know that's mm-hmm. something. But that could also be him mm-hmm. saying it for the court, so that way it was just like, oh no, we totally, you know, we totally putting it on, yeah, on the market, on the markets. But the other side of this too, if you remember, uh, you do remember. But if y'all <laughs> remember that there is bleach found in Shannon's throat, right. So if that's the case, one, you had to tell LaMarcus mm-hmm. that this happened mm-hmm. because as far as we know, no one else had uh, abu- had assaulted her or forced her into oral sex. Right. So if this is the one time that this happened, why is there bleach? And so it's just like... So cleaning, well, clearly he had finished. Yeah. So he, we, we established that. So that's like finishing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't know how he finished up, but oral well, was... I'd, I'd imagine right. that... Right, so Aura was involved, you know, bleached down the throat. Again, you could have taken all of this happening. You could have taken the time instead of like doing what you did, mm-hmm. finding help. Cause I don't know how long Vanessa was in the bathroom, but you had some time to do all right. that. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's like Latavius. Yeah, you, there was some remorse, or maybe looking down or guilt. I would Probably, say more yeah, guilt. guilt and shame. But guilt, yeah, guilt and shame. But for like, di- I definitely saw the disconnect too. Yeah, where it was like, oh yeah, well you know, Lamarcus did that, and they were acting wild. Well, they that were was tripping. the blame game. Yeah, they were that's, I don't know if they that's were, so much like, disassociation. It's, it's as trying much to as distance it. yourself from the situation. Yeah, I think as far as um, blame goes, as far as like you know responsibility for it, but I think I really do think that. And it's it's a shitty thing to say that after the fact he was more remorseful. The fact that he I took advantage he of the situation. I don't know if it was remorse. Like I don't want to use the word remorse, but to me, well, it's no, more well, like rem- shame. Like I gotta well, say remorse, this out loud. Well, guilt and shame are both pieces of remorse. Like those are okay. things you feel, um, and you can be. I, I can believe that he's remorseful. I just mm-hmm. think that at these times, I think he just feels guilt. I think he feels shame because he took it. I feel like he just took advantage of the girl because he knew he could not because he really expected to help her in any way. He knew he was going to get out of there alive that night for the most part. I believe that. So I believe that he is lying through most of his testimony as far Mm -hmm. as that goes, as far as what he was doing. I feel like once the girl and Mm -hmm. Christopher got to the house, I think that he had just finally resigned to the idea that this is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I, will, we'll get into it, but This this happens into Sunday morning. Now, Lamarcus calls his ex girlfriend, and now we saw pictures of and video of his ex girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the girl I thought I was going to no, see. No, I told you, it's very like, prim I, and proper. Yes, like small white woman. Uh-huh. That um, 
I was like, what? How did you end like, up here? Like, why are you hanging out? Where like, are you? Why is he a thing? Like, first of all, we have to understand, like, the kind of lifestyle he was living right. and the way she looked did not, not look like she was in that life. But those are the people, especially when it comes to drugs and stuff, mm-hmm. that you have to watch out for. It's the ones that don't look it, that right. are really out here using it. Right. But as far as his criminality, like, all the other things he was doing, maybe they she got really cleaned up for jail because I couldn't find anything, other pictures of her looking messy. Right. But... No, she just didn't look. But again, like like you said, not only like using it or like associating with those people to right. use, but also participating in crime too. You don't know if she was like selling or anything because usually they recruit the unsuspected right. to do the sales and stuff. Children, so, yeah, um, like pretty girls. Yeah, and she that, was that like pretty yeah. like you know she, white girl. She was the white girl that nobody was gonna you know think. And think, if right. something happened and the police got called, they knew that. If she had anything on it, they're not going to think that she was a suspect. Right. She's going to look like she's so out of place here. Like, what are you doing here? Right. Uh, so, at this point, it's getting early in the early wee morning hours, and Shannon gets brought out of the room that she was in. She was there for the night that this Latavius had gone to bed, essentially. Right. And How Shannon, can you sleep? I don't know. Exactly. So, Shannon's brought out of the room, and she is naked from the waist down. She had been tortured. She had been uh, raped. Because remember that we still have other men in the house, too. Um, and LaMarcus takes her into the kitchen and makes everyone come back into, ki- into the kitchen. And once he calls everyone back into the kitchen, he proceeds to choke her mm-hmm. in front of everyone. And uh, no one does anything. Uh, why? And, like, for what? For what? Like, I would... Okay, so I'm assuming by now whatever you smoking has gone through. I was your worn system. off. You Maybe slept. You slept. You've worn up. Like you, you know you're going back to jail, jail, right? Like you, 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 you want to go back? Y'all are going <laughs> to jail. Like this is like, like you, you're going back for a long time. What pisses me off is that like there's something and it's you know what it is. It's the responsible adult in me that, that's <laughs> screaming because if you put me away for five years. And my happy-go-lucky black ass gets out. Guess where I'm not going back to? Well, you know, here's the thing. I also know what you're going to say. You but I, I understand it. Sometimes that transition is not for it's, everybody. it's not easy. And it's hard to, you know, like I said, working in the field, it's not that easy. And you find a way. But then if that's a, if that's the case, get a ticket while you're in jail. Assault somebody while you're in jail. Do whatever you want. Like, why come back out to commit such a heinous crime when you could have stayed in and found a way to extend your... <laughs> your sentence if that's what you wanted i don't think he wanted that i think that no you clearly to me you wanted that, to go back because you're going back to jail, jail. you're going to jail <laughs> like but, he, at this point like you 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 like choking this girl and you're sober now so you're going to jail jail I mean, he was going he was going to jail regardless of what, if he right. carjacked her and let them live he was going so back to jail you can't tell me so, that this man did not want to go back he had to know that he was going i don't go think back. he cared at this point i right. think at this point then you so find a way, way to stay here right right so find a way to stay in. No, I think that what I think my my humble, not so expert opinion is this <laughs> is that he wanted money, was gonna jack the car, and while jacking while driving the car back, had other like weirdly violent thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Don't know what they are. Like he's this is he's been in jail for five years. He's probably committed other small crimes between this crime and the and his release. So we have that. So then he says, I can up this ante just a little bit. Why? Wait a minute. You ready to so, go back to jail? 
Right, but I don't think I don't think that was his. He wasn't thinking about consequences. Clearly. I think he was just thinking about okay, and then what? Okay, and then what? And then I think after the Christopher situation, which I believe he was, it was him who ended up sodomizing mm-hmm. and raping Christopher. I think that after right. that, he realizes how far gone he is. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what he does at this point. If he stopped right now, he's going to jail, jail for life, life. Okay, <laughs> so like, you could have just—that's what I'm saying. Like that reasonable side was like, "Well, I'm fucked up anyways. Let the girl go because I'm gonna go anyway." But that's what I'm saying. He, but that's not—that's you're talking about problem solving. That part is turned. <laughs> Y'all. Remember, Clearly. he is high as shit on PCP. Not the next day. This is, but this is still like the reason, like through the night. We don't right. know what don't Lamarcus know is doing going, in the bedroom, right. but like during the parts where they're in the middle of the night, while all this stuff is still happening, like problem solving skills are not something I attribute to drug addicts, especially not people doing heavy, <laughs> heavy things. Like some certain things are a means to an end when you're a drug addict that that we would never, not necessarily do. That's why we see so many of them. Um, you know, re- like go towards extreme ways of earning money that we would never do. Right. Because like, it's not. Did... <laughs> I'm just so annoyed because like you did the carjacking thing. Just do a regular carjacking and get your money. You were going to get the money if you carjack. Right. And get the piece and get it all scrapped up. Yeah. yeah. Like you just didn't have to. I'm not saying that he had better thoughts to not do what he did. <laughs> he was going to carjack somebody, but you right. didn't have to go to but that extent. No, I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't the, that wasn't the talk. The talk was that he wanted to go back to jail. <laughs> And I was like, I don't think he did initially. I just think, I think he would, if he would have done it the way he had done it in the past, like, I'm assuming that he thought he wasn't going to get caught. And like, I don't know what snapped in the car on the way there. Something did. But either way, he, he chokes, uh, Shannon out (laughs) and lets go of her and she drops. She's, you know, she's lost some oxygen. Her blood flow has stopped. And, they say that he was he looked like he was out of control like he was just a madman that is the those are the words that were used and and still y'all didn't go they did somebody. nothing to stop it <laughs> and so lamarcus makes vanessa check her pulse y'all had time to do that though right under the threat of being shot <laughs> so has a has a gun pointed why are you laughing at that because that's so, so random like why are you check so lamarcus you said lamarcus oh, made it. lamarcus yeah. Why do you want to know if she's still alive? That's that's what I'm like. That's what I'm laughing. Like, why are you doing this? Like, uh, why I was you, like, I he's doing but... so much extra. Yeah. Like, okay, go play doctor after I tried to kill her. Right, and so she refuses to touch the girl. Which, if you're being held at gunpoint at some, yeah, I get like, no, I'm not putting my fingerprints on this girl's body. He presses the gun against her head and tells her to do it. And so she checks the pulse and turns out that Shannon is still, in fact, alive. She still has a heartbeat. Girl, lie and say she's dead. I'm afraid to find out what would have happened. Like, right, she like, would have had to get out of there completely. Yeah, like, how would she have gotten out? Like, would Shannon been able to, like, maybe because when you're, when you've lost, when you have your oxygen cut off, like, it takes a while to regain your faculties. So okay. if she didn't hear her say, oh, she's dead, now Shannon moves, he shoots her, you know? So, like, it's still, there's, a, right. there's no way Shannon was getting out of this alive. And so what happens is he folds Shannon up into a fetal position and puts her in a plastic bag, ties her up. And now at this point, I would say, like, again, Latavius is crying during the telling of this portion of it. Right. And this is, and this is what I think is this is remorse. This isn't him being a sociopath mm-hmm. or anything. I don't think this. I think this is him genuinely feeling terrible for the way this girl went i don't think he felt i don't think he felt good about what he did but i just that's the only reason i feel like there is some kind of remorse here is 
he's he hasn't been an actor the entire time he was talking about this. He's stumbled over his words when recounting things that oh, are very graphic. <laughs> and I think that at the end of this, like recounting how he knew the girl's life was ending and having to re because I want I also want to say this, and I'm not advocating for criminals because screw them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like when I look at this, mm-hmm. and we're talking about remorse. And we talk about apologizing and things like that. When I look for someone for accountability, mm-hmm. like one, you need to lose something. So you're losing your freedom. But mm-hmm. two, to know that you've changed, there has to be measurable change. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to quantify it somehow. The only- and there's no way, there's no legitimate, scientific, legal, psychological way mm-hmm. to measure remorse no. outside of what you can see. Right. And so... I don't know. It just it's it's a it's a flawed system. Like the only way, like when I'm working with offenders, that we could measure change is not by what they say. It's by giving that them them the same scenario, replaying that we actually role play with yeah. the with the clientele and to see if they perform the same actions to see if they actually learn anything. But even though we could role play with them then, and then when they come out, they do the same actions again. Well, that's so what I'm that's saying, what I'm saying too. Is that I think. Um, this has nothing to do with Latavius at this point. This is just criminals. <laughs> no, but it's important. This is people who are, this is people who are, who are convicted or are being tried for crimes that they might not have committed. Oh, absolutely. And so when you do that, or people that are look, looking or parole hearings, all these things, measurable change. When you think about the time you're picked up and arrested mm-hmm. to the time that you go to court, mm-hmm. it's not always, it's not three days. That's when you're getting, yeah. that's when you're getting booked. Right. But like when you are, <laughs> but when it's been, Three months and you've been in jail. Mm-hmm. How does one measure remorse? Is it because you're writing letters to someone? Did you write apology letters? Did you write like that's that's typically how remorse gets measured? Right, is like but, you acting out and trying to say like I fucked up. I whether it be omission that I chose not to act courageously and try to protect your daughter, and for that I have to live with it the rest of my life and it'll burn, it'll eat away at me forever. I just pray that you find comfort. We don't know if those things happen. Right. But from what I'm going to guess, mm-hmm. and I'll, we can stand opposed on this topic, <laughs> is that I do believe he was remorseful. And mm-hmm. I think he was remorseful because he knows, one, that he took advantage of Chan in, in, a, in a time where she had no other option but to oblige. Uh, two, that he did absolutely nothing post that. To save her. And, and also, to be fair, he had no idea what happened to Christopher, but I know that he could, he gathered had an enough. Idea, right. that. So that's where, mm-hmm. that's just where I am. So I Using think, reason, that would make sense. But like I said, <laughs> you're like using <laughs> smarts. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would make sense. But again, the mind of somebody who, with the criminal thinking, we don't know. Well, you the criminal. Like yeah. I've got criminal thinking. Like I've done criminal things before, not violent criminal well, you know things, what I'm but th- you know what I'm thinking. Like I could get I, there are several like n- like victimless things I can get away with right because now. Because at the same time, <laughs> like, like I may say just to be like devil's advocate, hey, like We don't play those games. All those times you were saying he's tripping, he's tripping, if you really like felt bad, you could have moved. Oh, in, I thought you were talking about direction. You know what I'm saying? Um you had the time where he wasn't there. So that's why I'm just like I'm not gonna like I said. He may be sorry now that right. you know you sitting in jail and now you got time to think about it. You probably meeting other people and but like, that's oh, when the that's great. Like we're gonna have a conversation. Maybe we're like I have, said, maybe no, I know, but we're gonna have a side episode about what remorse looks like in the legal system. We could do the whole and legal like, system episode because after like working in it, after working in it, I've seen a lot more in the couple months that I working there. I was like, wow, it's it's just not. It, it's so flawed. 
No, it is flawed. It's so flawed. And I know nothing. Uh, I've never worked in the criminal justice system. I've just been. This is my I've, first I've time. just I've just worked close to it, mm-hmm. and like still and like work with a lot of kids who are connected or involved or right. tied up in it. So like that's where my understanding comes right. from. Because I also have I will say that I do have a softer spot for younger juvenile offenders, mm-hmm. and you typically and and Latavius is not fifty eight years old. He is a young man, but mm-hmm. like the younger they are, mm-hmm. I un, unless there are like some really hard line mental health issues, I would say that being emotional is a sign of shame, guilt, and remorse. That's usually with young offenders. I don't know. So like we're gonna have a conversation. Yeah, we we have about, this conversation. We're gonna have an episode about it. We can't yeah, have, we it can't can be this, this episode. <laughs> Cause we're here now. Right. So they tie her up in the garbage can and they leave her there. And obviously they 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 vacate for a bit. Um Everyone tries to go about their lives. Vanessa right. goes back. Latavius goes back. But we already know how this is going to go down for everybody involved. That they get collared. Yeah, Shannon is subsequently too suffocated in that yeah. bag. So she she dies. was still alive in the right. bag. They they the Emmy was able to confirm that she was still alive in that bag, and she suffocated to death, which is I think is tragic. It's a horrible way to die. So yeah. now we Things get to the- a little messy. <laughs> We get to the trial, and this whole thing has been messy. Um, who knew that dr- judges did drugs? Did you know this? You know, not again. When I say legal system flaws, legal because, system, this is one of the big ones. Because who who would have thought that? You know, I. You know what? Everyone has a way of coping. He just really found an improper way of coping with his job. I'm sure it's stressful, dictating people's lives. And he found a very poor way of coping. He did. So there's some verdicts we have to hand off here. So Eric Boyd, we talked about E, he was in this. He was found guilty in a federal court. He was an accessory to the carjacking. He failed. He had a failure to report a uh, location of a known fugitive. Uh, he was the first one to go to trial because he was not tried for murder. Right. Um, he was sentenced to 18 years max. And currently, he's in the Federal Correctional Institution in Yazoo City, uh, in Yazoo County, Mississippi. I love the word which Yazoo. Which is a fun fact. My grandmother is from Eden, which is in Yazoo County, Mississippi. Nice. And so, I have family from that area. I that, love the word Yazoo. I hate that word. I love it. My grandma was so damn country. She's like, you know I'm from Yazoo. I'm like, don't ever call it Yazoo again, grandma. I am tired. Um, Latavis was found guilty of the murders of Channon and Christopher Newsom. Um, he almost got a death penalty, uh, but it was he was just convicted of first degree felony murder in the case of Christian and the facilitation of the murder of Newsom. Uh, but he got acquitted of Newsom's rape. He was not present. Part that was that, the, yeah. he was not present for that. Uh, and he was sentenced to life without parole. Lamarcus, he went to jail. Jail unanimously. Jail, 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 jail. De- underneath the jail, they found that he should receive the death penalty mm-hmm. on um, on all the capital charges. That's first. That's two first degree felony murder charges and two premeditated first degree murder charges. Remember that something happened where he said at this point, "Fuck it." Like right, this is right. he had made that decision. So when we come to when it comes to murder, it's did you know what you were doing, mm-hmm. and did you know it was wrong? Right. Those are the two right. that and it's like and if you thought about it before, like there's difference if someone's in your house and you're fighting and you stab them because they're shooting right. at you or something. Boom. That's not premeditated murder. You if you had time to not do it. It's premeditated. And he had all the time. He right. was scoping to do it. Exactly. And he was sentenced to uh, 
80 years for other charges related to murder. So that's the rape, uh, the kidnapping, the carjacking, Probably like the burning, of the the burning of, yeah. Which is, I think I read they had thrown in, which is sometimes I feel like, uh, I feel like prosecutors do things just to be petty. Mm-hmm. And I think there was like a uh, destruction of evidence or something like that. I was reading on one of the news sites because they burned the body, and I was like, them. "Y'all just were like, and also, and as well, <laughs> jail, mean, jail." But you did. And I was like, "Get it." I was like, "He deserves." He went to jail, jail. And also, we have remember George. We have George Thomas here. Yes, G. G. He was found guilty too, mm-hmm. uh, but he's he's not. He I think he's actually from what I was looking for the update mm-hmm. because some of these folks are getting out. Yeah. Yeah. So not soon, but in 2032. Yeah. When I read, uh, now Vanessa Coleman also and as well a party to things mm-hmm. was acquitted of her first degree murder charges, but was found guilty on lesser charges, mm-hmm. and she's sentenced to 53 years. And so you like this looks like justice, right. you know. Everyone involved is locked up. You would be surprised of one of the things that went wrong in this. Now, <laughs> Richard Baumgartner. <laughs> I'm not saying Baumgartner. <laughs> he was presiding over. Uh, I can't. So he's the judge in the case. Yes. And during this uh, time, he was. He ends up being forced to uh, resign from the bench. During these trials, and we're like, oh, I wonder why. What did he do? He admitted that he had a pain pill addiction. Mm-hmm. And not only did he have a pain pill addiction, but he was buying the pain pills from the convicts. From the convicts. And I... I mean... I mean, he did his job because they got convicted and they went to jail jail. But at the same time, again, But that's the problem. Skills. If the judge... Is compromised. Yes, and he was compromised during this case. Like exactly. it was, he was using during this case. By the way, there was also a point where this uh, a lady accuses him of trading legal favors for sex, which is Woo! something that happens a lot Shut more up. often than people are uh, give it business. Uh, but give, when you're the judge, it probably shouldn't. No, but I'm saying that's it happens. Yeah, there, there, remember the stories. I'll, I'll put. I'm gonna put the links yeah. in the show notes. You remember the stories when the judges were essentially selling. Kids' lives to like detention centers in New Jersey. Do you oh, remember that? Send me that. I don't know about that. You never heard that story? No. Like he had a hey, hit. It was like a <laughs> it was a juvenile detention center, and the judge was purposely sending kids there because they were. It, it was not a private. I don't remember how it went, but it was like money was being funneled through there somehow, and he was getting kickbacks. I know as far as like cops, but I never heard judges. Like mm-hmm. never have I. I can't. <laughs> yeah, there's several of them. Um and. I want to say it might be New York. It might not be New York, but it's one of those states. I'm going to find the link right now, but it's... So with this, you know, there were some appeals uh, specifically because of... Yeah. Because of this, and they were granted new trials. Right. And just so you guys know, no way I got off easy. No. <laughs> Nobody no. got off easy. No. They're facing the same charges. So Vanessa... Ends up, uh, she was facilitation of aggravated kidnapping, facilitation of rape, facilitation of murder of Channing Christian. All you had to do was tell somebody. Right. Not of Christian Newsom because she was not in the area that he was killed. Right. Uh, So with all these lesser charges, uh, we see her retried and she's sentenced to 35 years in prison. Yeah. uh, Minus the time she had served already. Right. And she's eligible for parole in spring of 2019. So next year. Exactly. Uh, George Thomas, we got G here. Uh, he was found guilty in all counts again mm-hmm. and resentenced to life in prison, possibility parole after 51 years. And with everybody underneath the jail, underneath, and everybody's living their worst lives, praise God. <laughs> uh, we are here now at the end of the case. <laughs> I do want to say something. 
Well, you're right. There is some fun things that went down surrounding this. Is that what yes, you're going to talk yes. about? Are you talking about Klansmen? Yes. Yeah. And some of the things I saw in my research. Now, I think it's shittiest. Just shittiest that people will try to use somebody's murder and death for political agendas. And that's exactly what white supremacists have been doing. This is a case that people haven't really talked about a lot. They have mentioned it. I guess it did some CNN. Yeah, CNN did a spot on it. Fox News did a spot on it. Right. But it wasn't a lot of people to really talk about it. It didn't get um, national attention. And people are shocked because it was a brutal murder. Murder. Moidal. Murder. It was moidal. <laughs> murder. Remember and that, Jay? Was it? I'm sorry. Some fallen murder. <laughs> that's. I, I'm trying to like remember. That calling song. Yeah. I think it was Daryl. Was that Jamaican though? Was that was reggae? It? Maybe. Yeah, maybe Whatever. We're not Jamaican. We're Haitian. Oh, well, you're Haitian. Street, they call it murder. Yeah, that was definitely Welcome reggae. To jam rock. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, what's his name? Ziggy. No. No. We're going to get it later. Yeah. <laughs> we need like outtakes for this show. <laughs> just like a whole episode of it. Right. But. You know, I find it just really shameful that people would use this for their own political agenda. The Ku Klux Klan and white supremacists were basically saying that it was a liberal agenda not to um, use this or put it out in the media because they want to paint black people as innocent when look how violent we are. And as we know, black people are not painted as innocent or we are actually portrayed in the media as very violent and I don't think there was any reason other than it happened really in Knoxville, Tennessee, that didn't really get get the uh, media attention. What I would say is this <coughs> to any white supremacists that have clicked on this show by accident uh, and stayed you could this click long. All the freak out. Yeah, kick rocks. <laughs> also, first, but secondly, you need to take this up with <laughs> not the media. But with the criminal justice system in general, um, and if you really want anything that's going to to inflate or support your arguments or negative attitudes towards black, brown, queer people, whatever, you need to do better. Because we already know that those negative attitudes from the time of the black clothes to 2018 have painted people who are more melanated than others as criminals. It is real life story stuff. This is not this is And not you fake have news. escalated all that further, white supremacists. So to be honest, you guys already have the views that you need put a place upon us already. So you right. really so need to it's step not it has nothing to do with the fact that they're trying to protect black people. No. Like there's like that has nothing to do that's with they're trying to keep like like I never understood that was a that was a jump. Like talk about mental gymnastics. <laughs> I've never understood like why they thought this was an actual argument. Right. That yeah, they're trying to protect black people from seeming like this. Like in Knoxville, Tennessee, sir. <laughs> Not a place where they were protecting black people. That was not the first and foremost place. Do you, that yeah, was, do you think... I'm that not, wasn't it. Like, no, I don't think anyone's trying This didn't happen to, in the North. This happened in Knoxville, Tennessee. And Maybe just, it could have been the family not, that didn't hell, want their attention. Right. If it all depends on how many people do, how many people do interviews, how many people sit down. Right. Because you got to think about it. If When you think about all the cases we, we know a crap ton about, one, mm-hmm. they involve children. Mm-hmm. And family members of family members are sitting down and talking to anybody who'd, who'd listen. Right. And so if you got these 20-year-olds and these parents who are grieving, who are deciding that I'm not trying to share my business and tell everybody what color my underwear is today, you can't judge people for that. Right. And so let these people grieve in peace and stop using these gruesome... Because really, it should have been... Uh, 
national news. It should have really definitely because been. and the, it was a, like there was a blip in two thousand seven. Right, there was a blip. Like, but, was, and I remember seeing the pictures. So, yeah, like I remember seeing the very pictures good looking couple. News. I remember seeing these right. folks on the TV screen once. But and, you are looking for people to crucify black people in the media for your agenda. I mean, what I would do if I were you, I would sit back and look at all the shootings and things that have happened and figure out. But no, if you think about it, this is 2007. Now, mind you, Columbine wasn't long. Nope. Wasn't that far gone. Mm-hmm. Like, all these things. Were, and five years later, Sandy Hook would happen. So, like, there's... Right. You don't you make sense. You can't attribute. But also, some of the websites I saw, because there are websites using this... Play, uh, no, I know. I saw, using, I saw these things. Right, I saw it using um, the N-word, using calling black women monkey. Like, y'all are trash. What we should focus on is on the victims. Exactly. And the gruesome way they died, and how much, like I've said throughout this whole case, they didn't have to, and how no one took responsibility. What I am more ex- like happy about is that these young folks who were snuffed out so young saw justice done, right? And like, I mean, not they are never, unfortunately, like that doesn't make them come back. It doesn't stop their parents' pain. It doesn't stop their siblings' pain or their friends' pain. But it is, it is, it does make me happy to see someone get what legally they deserve. Correct, and it did. The judge's infraction or situation <laughs> did stop them from receiving the justice. If you want to well. look, if you want to hear a fun story, I'm going to find those those links too. Read up on the judge's case once everything came out, like all the news stories that came out for that, and the embarrassment that he I showed on his face. Yeah. Hilarious. All right, but that's it. That's um. That's the murder of Channon Christian and Christopher Newsom. Brutal. Uh, sorry you guys lived. Have, sorry you guys lived through that. But sorry you guys had to listen to it. Right. But it's there, what we do. It was a lot of the of the case. It was a it was a case. It was intense. It was a and, lot to talk about. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about something a lot less. No, it's pretty bad. No, if I'm talking about right now how we're ending. Oh, um, the live show. In New York City. Come see us for Christmas. I am a Christmas present. Wrap me up in the bow. Someday at Christmas, men won't be boys. Playing with bombs, guns, knives, like kids play with toys. Oh, look at that lyrics. One warm December. Look at that. Weird Al Yankovic of true crime. Call me that. You already know talent. Yes. But uh, where can people find you online? So listen, you guys. I changed my Instagram and social media names. I did it because I thought it was going to be easier. So it's D underscore I-S-A-4. Um... You could, it's, ISA is actually, Isa is my middle name. I know Isa is your middle name, but so, I just think it's funny that you changed your. I don't like D-Light. I just thought it was going to be easier, but D-Light is easier. Uh, D-Light is like, I'm as, as delightful as I am. And plus, <laughs> plus I just wanted to link the, you know, that's my name when I use on the forum on Facebook. So I just wanted to link it all together so people could find me. Mm. So D underscore ISA and four. And I will no longer change it until Instagram lets me. I will use be the changing name. mine <laughs> until Instagram once, let me use the name. Once Instagram deletes the account of the twelve-year-old who's got the <laughs> Charnel, <laughs> you're like, who else has his name? It's this twelve-year-old boy <laughs> who doesn't even look like a Charnel. <laughs> but you can I'm find me. I'm actually looking at this now on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Charnel B. Um, also, shout out to Maria Brown. I'm not sure. If that's your actual name or not, but she has Snapchat me pictures of her her hairless cats, 
and um, they're fans of the show too. And listen, I appreciate you guys, that. if you guys have pictures, send them on Instagram. I'm totally gonna repost it because I love you guys for real. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoy you as well. Thank you for again. It's been a it's been a fun year, guys. A year of us and to many more. Many. As long as Chernell could survive. Always. Yeah, as long as as. You know, until it's like <laughs> it's like until until I finally decide I would like some sleep at night. That's when I'm gonna stop podcasting. But no, thank you guys for listening. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. It's at What Did You Do Pod on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com backslash What Did You Do Pod. Um, sorry, just What Did You Do? Check out the website. Uh, what did you do podcast.com check out the what did you crew group on facebook join it chat with people people have a great time in there yes, it's actually really a fun dang doodle as my friend xd will say he's not my friend but i want him to be oh, that's a terrible saying i'm gonna put it i love when he says wang day doodle this is not gonna be a wang dang doodle because i don't support that kind of nonsense <laughs> but other than that guys uh keep your hands clean talk to somebody if you need to mm-hmm. it is the secrets that make us sick come see me in new york See us in New York. Yes. Bye.